the Red Sea. You're facing a situation that looks bleak, that even looks impossible. You see the enemy coming up behind you. You see that which is in front of you. And you wonder, where is the Lord? But I'm here to tell you, even as you are singing, I am the Lord of the breakthrough. And I say, even as you stand and worship me, you will see the parting of the Red Sea. You will see those around you come and bow their knee before me, rededicate their lives. Do not be disheartened by your circumstance and situation, but focus on me, for I will bring the breakthrough to you. I will bring the breakthrough through you. I will bring the breakthrough for you. You need to just stand and worship. Hold your faith. Hold your position. And look to me, the Lord of the breakthrough. You are the Lord. Spirit of the Lord says, now that you have worshipped, it's time to walk it. It's time that you declare. It's time that you decree in my name, says the Spirit of the Lord, over that situation. For I have already paid the price. It's time you walk in your freedom this morning. Speak to the fear. Speak to the rejection. Speak to the loneliness. Speak to the hurt. Speak to the pain. For I have already paid the price over everyone. It's time you declare and decree according to my word to the Spirit of the Lord that I am free. Church, lift your hands and say, Lord of the breakthrough, come on. Lord of the breakthrough. Lord of the breakthrough. You are the Lord of the breakthrough. And we worship you. And we worship you. Come on, say, Lord, Lord. You are the Lord, Lord of the breakthrough. Yes, you are the Lord, you are the Lord. Yes, I am, and I, we worship you. Oh, you are the Lord. Oh, 
you are the Lord, you are the Lord. We worship you, and we worship you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Come on, church, begin to worship you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We lift our hands. We lift our hands and we worship you. <laughs> we lift our hands and we worship you. 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 As we call out rejection. Some of you are suffering from rejection, fear, loneliness, worry. Come on, just begin to worship. There's freedom this morning in the house. Freedom in the house. How many of you heard the prophetic words? They're not just nice words. We got to stay positioned. We got to stay on purpose. We got to stay in worship because there's breakthrough. Come on, we got to speak it out. Renounce rejection. Renounce fear. Come on, God wants to set you free this morning. Come on, lift your hands. Shut your eyes. Don't look around. Don't worry about someone else. Get free. Breakthrough. Lord of the breakthrough, yes, you are Holy Spirit. Lord of the breakthrough. 
You are the Lord. You are the Lord of the break. And we worship you. We worship you. One more time. You are the Lord. Lord of the breakthrough. You are Jesus, Lord of the breakthrough. You are the You are the Lord of the break. And we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Come on, church. Let us worship Him. We worship You, and we lift our hands. We lift our hands, and we magnify. We magnify. We magnify. We magnify. We magnify. We glorify. We glorify. We glorify. We glorify. breakthrough is in the house you don't have to wait for breakthrough you don't have to go anywhere seeking for breakthrough the man of God has already spoken prophetically that breakthrough has come for you breakthrough has come here today for you breakthrough is here right now come on if there's anybody in here in need of breakthrough glory to God because he's here yes that's right breakthrough is a person Breakthrough is here right now. Lift your voice and shout unto the Lord of the breakthrough. Yeah, we praise you for our breakthrough. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! to let you know that there doesn't have to be a right circumstance. There doesn't have to be right conditions. There doesn't have to be right words even because a breakthrough has already come right now for you. Breakthrough is here. It's manifest. It's manifest. It's manifest. It has manifest. 
And Father, as we, hallelujah, as we come before you in this atmosphere of breakthrough, hallelujah, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus for our unsaved loved ones. We lift them up before you, crying out that you would save them. In the name of Jesus, we believe you today, Father, for household salvation. Not only that one soul would come, one person out of the community, but whole houses be saved, entire communities be saved. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, thank you for workers going into the vineyard. You're raising up now to draw them and bring them in, to share the gospel. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God. Hallelujah for our leaders, our forefathers in the faith. We pray for Apostle C and Sister C. Thank you for the miracle. Thank you for what you're doing in his life. Thank you for what you're doing in his body. We speak long life and blessing over them both. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we pray for Pastor Gardner and Sister Gardner. We lift them up before you and speak blessing, health, and strength over them now. In the name of Jesus, we pray for the EACM, every church and parachurch, ministry and ministry gift. We lift them up before you and speak grace over their lives. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for every chaplain, FRC and IAC chaplain, that you be with them as they go into the highways and hedges and compel men to come to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, for this great house. We lift it up before you. We pray for evangel. We pray for every ministry. We pray for every outreach. We pray for every extension. God, have your way here. Fill this house with your glory, with your presence, with your power. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we lift up our own leaders in this house. Thank you for the man and woman of God. Thank you for our bishop. Thank you for what you're doing in his body. What you're doing in his life. How that you're refueling him and charging him up. How that you're restoring and replenishing him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Reinvigorating him. The vision. Yes, in the mighty name of Jesus. Strategies for this end time. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for Dr. Cheryl. Thank you for this woman of God who stands in the gap, who's ready, mighty warrior, but God refuel her, restore her, recharge her, refresh her, revive her, reignite, Lord God, hallelujah, fire the flame of God for this time to come, in the name of Jesus, now come on everybody one more time, that's grateful for the Lord of the breakthrough, children we're all responsible to make sure they walk in the goodness and the uprightness of God amen thank you Jesus I want to draw your attention this morning before I start 
Amen. We're getting on a fast. Woo! Come on, let me hear you shout. All right, you're getting your sheets right now. You still have a week to pig out. No, I'm just kidding. The fast begins next Sunday, October 17th through the 24th, the following Friday. The guidelines are there, suggestions, suggested foods. What are we fasting for? Certainly not for any changing of God. God doesn't need to change. We need to change. So it's whatever your personal petitions are. Uh, in this house, we want God to do a greater, deeper work of holiness. God to just bring us so close to him in intimacy and time with him. We're praying for the persecuted church. We're praying for trafficking against trafficking. That they all just come to Christ. Wouldn't that be amazing if traffickers just started coming in droves to Christ? Hallelujah. And then healing, of course, for our dad. Dad Kenneth Tracy. Healing for Bishop. Which on behalf of Bishop and myself, we thank you so much for all your prayers. He's doing good. Amen. He's doing good. We're just uh, walking out the process. How many of you know it's a process? Amen. And Dad Canastracy, good news, he's doing good and they don't have to do surgery. Hallelujah. It's all good. We're praying for that unity in this body. And I thank you this morning, live stream family, for joining us. We want you aboard. So if you need a copy of your uh, fast sheet, you just need to either you can drop in at the office or we can email it. I just need some emails. Get that to us. And we want unity, more unity. Look at your neighbor say, more unity in this body in our marriages, in our families, with our kids, with one another. And then we want it to just spill all over out there. Amen? So we want that evangelism, discipleship. That's our responsibility. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to evangelize. You got to disciple. I'm going out next Saturday. I just invite you to join me and the evangelism team. And don't miss tonight at 7. They're going to be here speaking. And it's awesome. You just, if you are just feeling kind of blah, just get on that team for even one week and you will just be fired up. Amen. And then growth and souls to enlarge God's kingdom and this house. Amen. We're growing, but we want more. Look at your neighbor say, we want more. Amen. So that will begin next week. And I encourage you, write down what you think God is saying. There's so much encouragement and fun when we write it out. 
And then we watch God do it. And then we're just like, wow, God is doing something. Amen. All right. I want to share the word this morning. So I have five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. We can take a little bit of time here and I will not keep you longer than I should. But I want to share this morning. It's called Living Spirit Filled in 5782. Look at your neighbor this morning and say 5782. Happy New Year. That's right. Amen. Father, we are excited about what you're doing in this new year. Father, it's already the new year for the Jewish people, God, for the people of God. And Lord, we thank you for 5782. We thank you for 2021 into 2022. And Father, we thank you that as we gain these understandings this morning, that God, you're just going to move. You're going to cause us to stand positioned, but you're going to cause us to speak. Speak it out. Father, we heard the prophetic words this morning, and we believe the prophets. So God bless this morning. Bless every person here. Bless, increase us, and give us those ears to hear in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just give him a shout this morning. Woo! You know, when I was studying and I thought, okay, praise the Lord. But man, the warfare this morning to, to get here to do it. So like I was reworking my word this morning, I thought, well, God, I got to get up early. I got to add some stuff. And all of a sudden I go to make coffee and the coffee spills all over the counter and all over the floor. Well, that takes 15 minutes. Then I get here, and I'm ready to, I'm worshiping. All of a sudden, I look down, and there's no word. <laughs> so I thank God for Chaplain Wayne. Dr. Wayne, he went home and got my word. So there's something here this morning, amen? Woo! And so I'm excited because I just know we're slapping the devil right upside the head this morning. Thank you, Lord. One of the things that God began to impress upon me was that there is a lot of loneliness. A lot of loneliness in the earth, in the people of God. Since the pandemic, and of course the pandemic just really added to that. But since it, we have not recovered in some ways. We have not recovered from that, that feeling, those feelings of loneliness, despair, because a lot of stuff keeps happening. How many of you would be honest and just say, yes, I know what that loneliness is about? All right. Even if you got lots of people around you and you got things going on, you can just say, yes, lonely. And so... God said that so many of us, we're filling the void. We're filling it up. 
We're filling it up with activities. We're filling it up with substances. Dr. Cheryl, are you implying that we Christians are imbibing? Yes, I am. I'm not implying. I'm saying, yes, you are. We are. We're doing stuff to fill the voids. And God was saying to me, I'm getting rid of that today. Because he said to me, he goes, you're responsible for people. We're all responsible. He said, we should all be walking in the body of Christ feeling responsible for one another. Hello. You're not on this journey by yourself. It's not you and God and that's it. It's you and God and all of us. We're an army and we're surrounding our loved ones, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we're responsible to help you make this journey. Amen. Look at I get one hand clap for that. Why? Because a lot of us deep down go, I don't want to be responsible for nothing else. I don't want to be responsible for anything else than what I already have on my plate. I get it, but we're responsible to pray. You're responsible in this church fast to fast, to seek God. To get close to God like never before. You are responsible. Because as you do all Did you not hear the prophetic words this morning? You got to worship. You got to pray. You got to stand positioned. Unmovable. You got to decree. That's a responsibility. And that just doesn't belong to the leaders. That belongs to every person occupying a pew. Because we got to stop filling the voids. Fill it with worship. Fill the void with praise. Fill the void with prayer. Look in the scriptures and just start seeking God. Fill it up with that stuff. You know, this is still the decade of pay. The 20s is the decade of pay. The, the decade of the mouth. That means we still got to get that word and decree it. Decree it. Speak it out. Speak out what you want God to do for your life. Speak out what you want God to do in your kids. Speak out what you want God to do in your marriage. Speak it out. Don't keep it to yourself. Today the church is challenged to be more like the Book of Acts church. I heard one amen. We're responsible to be like the Book of Acts church. Now listen when you say amen. If you read in Acts chapter 2, they did a whole bunch of stuff. They looked out for one another. 
They shared things. They prayed. They were on fire. They spread the word wherever they went. Their community was exciting because they were giving and sharing and receiving from one another. When was the last time you shared a meal with a brother or sister in Christ? And it don't have to be going out because half of the time you can't get into restaurants. How about just having them to your house? How many of you are hearing me this morning? We are to be more like the book of Acts, but the church today seems more like a book of talks. Why are we like that? Why do you hear a lot of churches, it's all talk? They preach this, Pastor, but they ain't doing that. I was at an event yesterday with uh, folks, and someone came up to me and said, I've heard of Evangel. I said, ooh. I go, well, don't tell me unless it's good. She said, oh, it is. She goes, every time I hear the name Evangel, they tell me that church knows how to love people. Yes! Because I want us to be, Bishop wants us to be like the Book of Acts church. Where they loved, they accepted people, just in you know, and, and surrounded them, embraced them. We don't care about all the other junk. Let God worry about it. We're here to just love. I don't want us to be a book of talks. The early church died living out the gospel. How come the church today makes a living by talking about it? How come some preachers, they're good talking Talk, 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 and they're making a good living. That's not the church. We're the church, and we're going to do it. We're going to take the gospel everywhere we go. We're going to love people. We're not going to judge. We're going to just say, you know what? There but for the grace of God go also. God, touch them, and God, let's go. Let's do it. See, all that will come as we strive to be more like Jesus. Look at your neighbor this morning and say, I'm trying to be like Jesus. Look at your neighbor on the other side and say, sometimes you make it hard. Right? Isn't that the truth? Look at all these husbands and wives are laughing. But that's what unity is about. That's what oneness. It's all about caring. How many of you are here this morning because you care? You care about being in the presence of the Lord. You care. See, we got to get to a place. I don't care what others think. I care what Jesus thinks. I don't care what anybody else says. I care about what God says. And we're going to spend eternity together. 
So you just better get liking everybody. We're going to spend eternity worshiping together. How many of you loved the worship this morning? How many of you got set free of something? You may not know what it was, but you got free. You feel it. You know it. Free. Breakthrough. Why? Because you're in his presence. That's why we can come together as one and worship him. And we don't care. We don't care what Sister Susie's wearing. We don't care what Brother Joe has on. We don't care about who smells like what. We don't care about, oh, did you hear about? We don't care because we care about the presence of God and we care about worshiping him. Everybody wants to be spirit-filled, but here it is. Here it is. You're worshiping God and you're free. We can't ignore that Holy Ghost. Don't ignore that Holy Ghost. See, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you get pushed deeper into worship. He keeps pushing you. He keeps pushing you. And you go deeper into that worship. Look with me this morning at Ephesians 5, 18 to 21. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of our reverence for Christ. Let's look at that for a minute. I want you to see what spirit-filled people do. You want to know what they do? You want to be one? There it is. Let's go. First of all, he says, be filled with the spirit. It's not a one-time deal. That word translates in the Greek to be continuously filled with the Spirit. That means you got to do this every day of your life. I don't want a one-time fill. I want a, a continuing, ongoing, fill me up. Lift your hands right now. Say, fill me up, Holy Ghost. Fill us up, Holy Spirit. Fill us up, fill us up, fill us up, Holy Spirit. Come on, close your eyes and let him fill you. You should be able to almost feel it. Fill us up, Holy Spirit. We want more of you, more of you. More of you, Holy Spirit, more. Fill us up. Some of us are so dry you're going to have to start now and we'll finish later. Fill us up. That's right. It's continual. It says spirit-filled people. How many of you want to be spirit-filled? I'm 
not talking about praying in tongues, although you should. If you don't pray in tongues, come up here after. We'll pray with you because it just gives you incredible power. But spirit-filled people, first of all, they don't let conflict from addressing each other. They don't let that get on them. It, you can speak truth in love, right? Look at your neighbor say, speak the truth in love. We just got to be able to receive it. We don't get offended about everything. How many of you know people that are offended about everything? You can't even give them a compliment. They take it as an insult. No, spirit-filled people don't allow conflict just because they got to speak to one another about stuff. We are one body. We are a spirit-filled people seeking God, pressing into God. When we're at those kind of close quarters, we're going to have stuff to say to one another. And that's okay. They don't let conflict get in. Can you say this? I agree to disagree. That's okay. People say to me sometimes, they go, I don't agree with that. That's okay. I am not offended. I'm right, but I'm not offended. I'm just kidding. I'm not always right. Just ask Bishop. They continuously are singing and making melody in their hearts. Spirit-filled people don't enter into conflict. They're singing. You know, the next time you get real irritated, just start singing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When that coffee spilled everywhere, I'm like a neat freak. So I was like, oh, my God. I used a whole roll of, of uh, paper towel to clean it up. And I'm just like, but I'm singing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then the Lord spoke something to me. He said, did I ask you to change your word? Did I ask you to add anything? No, but it's good stuff. He said, but I didn't ask you to do that. So you don't need extra time. You got enough time? Relax. Take a deep breath. Clean up the mess. Sing. Sing songs. Praise him. See, when you're so stirred up in your spirit, when you're spirit-filled, nobody's got to say to you, lift your hands. Uh-oh. Pastor Eric, don't have to go, come on, lift your hands and worship. You don't need to be told that when you're spirit-filled because you're just all out there anyway. See, y'all don't like it because he sits there up there and he can see. And when he sees, he's got to say, well, come on, lift your hands, everyone. He loves you, but he wants you in the presence of God. And he wants you soaking it up. And he wants you excited and passionate and full of the Spirit. 
And spirit-filled people, we don't get offended. We don't allow conflict because we're told to lift our hands. We just say, hey, yeah, okay, woo! And up our hands go when we start worshiping. Are you getting this this morning? Second thing, spirit-filled people give thanks in everything. That means that when you're going through these trials, did you hear the prophetic word this morning? You're going through something. It seems insurmountable. But guess what? You're giving thanks to God. Take that, devil. Thank you, God. You wanted sunshine. It's raining. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're cleansing the land. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you're watering stuff that needs water. Amidst whatever you're feeling. When you're spirit-filled, you're thankful. You don't murmur, complain, and... You're thankful. You're thankful. You can breathe fresh air. You're thankful. You're thankful that as you walk out the journey today, you're getting free every minute because you keep giving God everything. And you're giving thanks. How many of you are hearing me? How many of you are going th through something right now? Say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. There are lots of moments in this last several months. I, I didn't want to thank God. I'm like, okay, God. I just, I really don't want one more thing. But I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just tooling along. People are going, now, you need to just rest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. It's good to rest. This is, by the way, 5782 is a Shemitah year. It's a year of Jubilee, too. Guess what? It means that all debts are forgiven in this year. That's what it meant in the Hebrew. All debts are forgiven. You got debts? Decree. Speak to them. You're forgiven this year. Get out of my way. Begin to pray over your finances. Don't let the devil get in there and make you feel all weighted down. Decree. I'm paying this off. I'm paying that off. God's erasing my debt. And it's a jubilee year. It's a year of rest. Devil don't want you tapping into that. He wants you tapping into worry, anxiety, fear, all that garbage. No, I don't care. But Dr. Cheryl, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't need to. God knows. God knows. And he is on it. He is never late. He doesn't ignore you. He's on it. They don't allow conflict. They give thanks. Spirit-filled people have a reverence for Jesus. A reverence for Jesus. They don't treat him like he's the red-headed stepchild. <laughs> they treat him with reverence. That means we reverence one another. 
because Jesus lives in our brothers and sisters. Well, Dr. Cheryl, you don't know mine. Some of my brothers and sisters in Christ, they, I don't see Jesus. Doesn't matter. If they look at you and say, I love Jesus Christ, he's my Lord, I'm a Christian, you have a responsibility to reverence them, even if it is like the worst thing in your life. <laughs> reverence one another. Leave all the garbage to God. He has a whole lot more ability to deal with people than you do. You can't change nothing except participate with God to change yourself. I said participate with God to change you. We love to keep doing that, pointing outward. And God's going, nope, just start going like this, inward. Because you can't change nothing. We want to change our husbands. We want to change our wives. We want to change our kids. We want to change the next door neighbor. But God says, give them to me. I will. Give them to me. And get your grimy hands off of them. Right? That's reverencing Jesus because he's the only one that can do anything. But I want God to change me. I don't go to prayer and say, God, change Bishop. He won't do this and he won't do that. And if he just listened to me. No. I, get, I might say, God, I'm sick of it. He don't listen. And God says, that's okay. He's my man. Okay, God. And God says, now let's talk about you. Do we have to? See, reverence one another. Love. This is just another way to say love. Look at your neighbor and say, I love you. I love you. Look at your neighbor on the other side and say, don't make it hard on me. How many of you know it's hard sometimes to love people? But you know what? Sometimes we are hard on ourselves and we don't love ourselves. You got to love yourself. You work on you. That's what all this is about. Walking in the spirit, being spirit filled, and me just making sure I am on target. Listen to me. No spirit filled, truly spirit filled church can split. No way. This house is spirit-filled. We pound it. Spirit-filled. Take care of yourself. Let God work on you. No spirit-filled bunch of people can divorce. Really spirit-filled. There's no divorce. No truly spirit-filled are contentious and fighting. Spirit filled. They're singing. 
singing. Come on, lift your hands and start singing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let me hear you. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm singing. That's right. One of my favorite movies of all time is Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly. I got to study with some of the um, people that studied with him because I used to do a lot of tap dancing. And that guy, he was something else. Singing all the time. That's a great movie. If you get an opportunity, watch it. Singing in the rain. We are to sing in our rain. <laughs> We're to sing in our rain. I went outside this morning doing my morning thing, you know, with the dogs. And I'm singing. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Yes. And I was just singing and picking up stuff and Princess is looking at me. I said, yes, and even washes you because you won't come out of the rain and you're soaked. <laughs> sing. Sing. Decree. Sing. Speak it out. Get it into the atmosphere. The enemy hates it and you're slapping him up right one side of the head. Give thanks and everything. Live this thing out. We're being made into his image. We're being made into who, like, who is like Jesus. It's a year of restoration. That's right, Shemitah, uh, Jubilee. It's a year to restore things. How many of you have seen some things restored this year already? How many of you have seen some new births? Babies coming into our life. Tara is a total blessing. She's part of the Shemitah year. She's part of Jubilee. It's restoring. Her little life is being restored. How many of you get it? And when we get around people whose lives are being restored, we get restored. We start to look at things differently. And we start to say, wow, there's value in stuff we just overlook or take for granted. How many of you are getting this this morning? God is doing a new thing. Listen to what God showed me about repentance. Because see, in a year of restoration, we're repenting. How many of you have been in a spirit of repentance? Awesome. But you know, sometimes we get an attitude about repentance. Oh, we got to repent again. Oh, there goes Dr. Cheryl talking about repentance some more. Oh, Bishop's hammering us over the head with that repentance. Listen to me. It's not about condemnation because there isn't any in God. It's not about feeling bad. Listen to what repentance means in the Greek. Change your mind. Change your mind. 
He didn't say that in order to repent, you got to grovel before me. You're nothing but a worm. He didn't say that. He says in the Greek, it's simply change your mind. How many of you want to change your mind? I do. God, I want... Father, in the name of Jesus right now, we want our minds changed from anything that is not right. God, if we're thinking the wrong way, change our minds. See, watch this clip real quick. Wonderful, wonderful man of God, Billy Graham. He defines repentance. I love this. Watch it. Repentance means that you change your mind about God, about yourself, and about your need. You change your mind and Christ will transform it. We've all sinned. And that's the reason he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross. You say, well, what do I have to do? You have to be willing to repent of your sins. That means to change your mind, to change your heart, to change your attitude. That means that you say, Lord, I have sinned. I'm sorry. It means that you're saying to God, I'm willing to change my way of living and turn from sin. That's repentance. Change your mind. He'll change your heart. Change your mind and he will come in and regenerate you and you will be a born again person. Today is the day of salvation. Come now while you can. Don't wait. Hallelujah. That just fired me up today. Look with me at John 17, 11. Thank you, Lord. He says, I will remain in the world no longer, but they're still in the world. That means us, and I'm coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. Hallelujah. We're one because of Jesus. I want to be one because of Jesus. Every one of us has got to work out this relationship with fear and trembling. That's what the Bible says. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. But the important thing is that you work it out. I know some of us are allergic to workouts. <laughs> Chef, you get a workout cooking. But we got to work it out. Say that. I'm working it out. We are working it out. Our relationship with God. And how about your relationship with one another? How many of you are working it out? Every day, listen to me. Every day, people, I have to listen to some married couple say, I'm not in love anymore. Garbage. It ain't no warm fuzzy that crawls up your arm. Sorry. How many of you found that out? That's right. It ain't no warm little fuzzy and, ooh, I can't wait to talk to him on the phone. And, ooh. 
Work it out. Commitment. Covenant. That's the same way it is with Jesus. You got a covenant with him. You're committed. Work it out. The enemy hates it. He hates when you work it out. He hates when you're not lonely because you're spending that time with the one you love the most. He hates it. Because when we are lonely, when we're isolated, when we're separate, then we start getting away from God, and then we start getting away from one another, and that ain't God. Work it out. Love, accept, forgive. Well, you don't know what they did to me. I don't care. I care that you work it out. How many of you are with me this morning? Stand. Lift your hands up. Shut your eyes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We are committed to working it out. We are committed to being filled with your Holy Ghost. Now put your hands on your head and do this. Turn around. Change our minds, Lord. We're going in the opposite direction. Change our minds this morning. Change our minds, the way we think, the way we talk, the way we look. Change us, not the person next to us. Change us, change us. Father, we are working it out with fear and trembling because the most important thing is Jesus, Jesus. Say, Lord, I'm working it out. Change me. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over loneliness. I take authority over fear. I take authority over anger and depression. And I call it out in the name of Jesus. I command it to go in Jesus' name. I speak peace in the name of Jesus. I destroy, annihilate, eradicate, and crush the enemy's head this morning in the name of Jesus. And God, I'm speaking freedom, freedom, and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Come on, give God a shout. Give God a shout. Hallelujah.